Welcome to the Wealthy Speaker Podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to people who want to speak more as a way to build their income and grow their business. Well, welcome everyone to the Wealthy Speaker Podcast. I'm your host, Jane Atkinson. Have you ever wished that the speaking business would get just a little bit easier? Have you ever wanted a path that would be just a little bit shorter? You know, I get it. Booking business day after day, year after year can be a challenge. And so today's show, we're talking about how to book repeat business. That's the first engagement turning into more business, and then you're not always hustling to try to find new clients. Now, our guest expert today is going to be Sarah McVannell, and Sarah's on the line with us now. Welcome, Sarah. Hello. Thanks, Jane, for having me back. (laughs) Now, Sarah is the lead coach in our Inner Circle Mastermind, and it makes sense for us to have the Inner Circle Mastermind be the sponsor of this podcast. So let me just share with you all a little bit about how this program works. It is a year-long program designed to help speakers who are at what we call kind of like an intermediate stage of their career. They speak a fair amount but aren't getting the business they desire, or they have a strong business and they just want to move their fee up the ladder more quickly. You know, acceleration is the theme of this program. And we've got people in it right now who are getting some really amazing results Mm -hmm. due to our bi-weekly check-ins, our private coaching our Facebook page. There's all kinds of really fun things that are happening as a result of this program. So let me just share uh, with everybody, Sarah, the link to it, and then we're going to move into repeat business. Okay. So if somebody is interested in learning more about the Inner Circle Mastermind program, we start again in October and, um, we run for a year, and you can go to WealthySpeakerU.com and just check on the events page, and you'll get up-to-date information there. That's probably the easiest way to get it. We'll do a direct link right in the show notes. Sarah, why do you think it's important for speakers to work their repeat business strategy? Well, people already love you. You know, they've hired you once. They're, you, you know, you probably were in the queue along with a number of other rock stars and right. here you surface to the top. So not only that, but you're, you've got all of this feedback as to why you were a great fit. So why wouldn't you leverage that to be able to talk about how you can continue to serve? And that's really, I think, you know, for people who, who are hesitant to go back to their client and to explore repeat business Mm -hmm. is they think that they're asking for something that the client maybe doesn't want or that they haven't asked for it. I have to wait to be asked, but what if in fact you were helping them out by not having to get them into that decision-making cycle again, or be Mm -hmm. able to continue to serve and add to the value that they've already gotten I love that you come from this place of service because I think that that's a mental shift and that when you go in with that intention, it changes the game. Let me just read everybody your bio again because I want them to be reminded of who you are. Sarah McVannell helps leaders leverage the exponential power of recognition to retain top talent and sustain healthy bottom lines. She holds a master's of science in family relations and is a certified coach 
HR and OD professional. So there's a lot of letters there. <laughs> Sarah left her senior leadership role to open a boutique firm called Greatness Magnified. I would challenge the term boutique because you have just like exploded. But anyway, I like I like that term. Really noted. <laughs> she is an author of numerous articles and two books on recognition, with a third coming out next year. What is the title of the your your big book on recognition? Uh, Forever recognize others' greatness. Uh, so that's my brand, actually. So I frog people, as I'm <laughs> sure we all do. We walk around with little squishy frogs, and we say to random strangers, "I need to frog you." It gets <laughs> interesting reactions. But yeah, my brand is uh, is frog, and so my first book, uh, which I co-authored actually with an amazing person that I used to work with. We just wanted people to have the resources and the tools that we had been using successfully in organizations for years. And we knew that recognition was one of the most underutilized and yet the most accessible and effective strategy to build engagement, greater satisfaction, reduce burnout, you know, all these things that we keep talking about in organizations. And the the easiest strategy is right under our nose and we've been able to do it since we were five. So that's honestly, Jane, part of why I think um, my business, you were saying about the boutique piece. Yeah, really yeah. Loaded. Part of it is because it's just, it's filling such a huge need that both the staff as well as the business owners and the leaders have, and it's relatable. But, and believe me, nobody came to my door asking for a recognition speaker. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, you know, nobody was asking for happiness speakers 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. You have to kind of stand tall in what you know is going to be the next solution that organizations or associations, whoever you serve, what they're going to need. And that's part of what we're talking about around repeat is just believing so much in the value that you have to offer and that it's not necessarily contained within one hour of a keynote, that there's more people who maybe wouldn't have been to that event the last time, or the message needs to go one step deeper or 10 steps deeper, that how can that, how can this, the, the IP that you have really serve that organization or association to its fullest extent, that probably means you got to come back. Yes. I love it. I love this. So a great question on the front end, and I want to just recognize something that you do really well when I, if I can get through this thought, um, <laughs> on the front end, when you're talking to the client about booking the event, you can ask the question, well, how long would you like this message to last for? Okay, you have this problem. We want to solve that problem. How, how long would you like this to last for? And then that can tee you up for, okay, great. Well, when we're done, let's schedule a call and we'll talk about mm -hmm. my recommendations and next steps. And that kind of tees up what we're about to talk about. But before we go there, in your bio, it says um, the power of recognition to retain top talent and sustain healthy bottom lines. We're not selling recognition, we're selling rep, that, that retention of talent and healthy bottom lines. We're, we're selling like the, or solving the problem of turnover. We're solving the problem of you know culture and things like that. And so I want people to really understand what problem they're helping to solve as a first step in creating repeat business. Okay. Absolutely. So really be clear on what it is that you're bringing to the table. Yeah. And when you do that, so when you put that out to the client and you have served that need and then they say, okay, I actually realize how big the problem is. Cause sometimes folks think that 
it's going to be solved in one hour that, you know, that we really do have the blinders on that. Oh, great. You're going to have all the magic for us and we can do it all in that time. Well, sometimes because we are such experts in our field, we help the client to understand just how big that elephant is. You need to wrap your arms around it. And I don't mean we're artificially trying to build their- Make up things. Make up things. It's just, we know because we're experts and they they have so many things that they need to take care of in their business. Or even if they're if they're an expert within the organization, like they're the, the HR person or yeah. the training and development or the event planner, they know a lot about what's going on in their organization, but we know even more about this one specific thing they brought us in to, to help with. So, And so, you know, can we really solve the problem of employee turnover in a one-hour keynote? Hey, perhaps not. <laughs> perhaps wow, we're going yeah. to need a little bit more time on this. And maybe there are some systems and pieces that we can put into place. Now, so, Jane, I just want to add to that and say, sure. you know, based because what you're saying, probably not. And I love the fact that you said probably mm-hmm. because I have had superstars come to my sessions and then they will email me or text me or tag me on a Facebook message to say all the things that they've done as a result of hearing it, or I'll talk, be talk, giving my motivational keynote, which I hardly ever do, but you know, occasionally that's what people want. That's the hole they need to fill is the motivational keynote spot. Right. And I mentioned frog just for five minutes and then they go and they bring frog, frog to the organization. So in fact, we do have the potential of giving people the tools, the, the philosophy, the, the just enough hope. I mean, mm-hmm. and I use the word hope over optimism because hope is about believing that it can be better and change without necessarily even knowing exactly how they're going to do it, mm-hmm. but they're going to do it. What I guess what we're talking about and where it's probably is that that's maybe 5% of our audience. It's probably not the other 95. And that's not because we don't have amazing people in our audience. They're busy. They're distracted. This may not be a corporate priority for them. They may, it may be so new to them or they need to think about it that they need more of it. You know what? I love your pushback on that because it's true that if somebody really adopted these recognition principles Mm -hmm. that you're giving them, it really could shift a culture overnight if somebody Mm -hmm. was really kind of driving it. So, you know what? You're absolutely right on Mm -hmm. that. And um, that that was a good kind of follow-up. Okay, so we're talking about uh, building more repeat business kind of into our strategy Mm -hmm. and into our process. What are some of the systems that you have that help ensure that you're going to get repeat? Well, one you already mentioned actually is is talking about where you asked the question, keyed up with the question about how long would you like this to last? Right. If if I don't, let's say I don't get to the chance of even having that conversation, somebody's got a short turnaround time and they need a proposal. I will build in as one of the many things that we could offer as value add that we I am going to do evaluations and you can have up to half an hour of my time for a video conference or a phone meeting. So I'm already planning on telling them what else their audience say that they need. And if I'm not the right person, of course, I can refer lots of my speaking colleagues to them. Um, So that, I mean, that's part of it is knowing all of the ways in which you can add value to your clients Mm -hmm. and putting them in the proposal from the first place. In fact, 
one of the people that I just love her model, I know Jane, you know her, um, Lori Guest out mm-hmm. of the States. Yep. She has a three, three tiered pricing, sweet pot spot pricing and allows you to put those options in there. The client still feels because they are in control of what they want, but it also gives you the, them the visual about all the things that are possible. So it plants a seed. They're saying yes to you, which we know for persuasion, get the client to be saying yes, right? Sure. They're saying yes to you. And even if they said no to some of your options, they know that it's possible. Right. And they can upgrade at any time. Well, if that's <laughs> what they want, we'd be happy to help them with that. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about a proposal like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're thinking about it. You're always thinking about the second shot, not necessarily. So this is like a pool term, Minnesota fads I talk about in the book, you know, always teeing up the shot after the one you're taking. Mm. You're always thinking about that and you will often put together a proposal that says, sure, I can come and do a keynote. That's option A. But let's talk about what some of the pieces in option B and C might be for you. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, I always put in there that they can have um, a discount on my books or, and the top package always has that all the audience members get a book. Great. That I have, I have a couple of virtual programs. Again, they could have one spot as a giveaway. You know, that's that's an easy thing to you know to put that in there. All right. Or they could have access to their whole staff or their whole association. Um, that uh, I can do a webinar. You mm-hmm. you've got lots of great ideas too. So Jane, if I'm missing any, by all means, please add <laughs> uh, it in. Um, I mean, I have decks of coaching cards, compliments cards, kudos cards, so all the products that I have. Wow. If people are curious about how to add products, by the way, mm-hmm. you're welcome to jump over to my website and just take a peek at my store and see how I've built out in a very short period of time, lots of products and, and you know, for people to be able to go even after the event and go, ah, I really like that stuff. Mm-hmm. It, I didn't buy it at the event, but you can buy it later. So, you know, what, you can, uh, let's give the URL for your uh, store and we'll put it or your website and we'll put it in the show notes here. Yeah, I think it is www.greatnessmagnified.com slash store. Oh, well, we'll just <laughs> um, say greatness magnified. And yeah, greatness magnified, and then there's the stores. Okay, okay, great. No problem. Monica will grab that. Okay, so we've got, let's say, keynote. We've got books. We've got virtual program. We've got webinar. We've got products. I really like your mm-hmm. coaching cards and, and different things. Let's just talk through some of the products that you have because you have this neat little book Mm-hmm. that got made up very, very quickly. Will you sell that as a part of, uh, I, I think it's kind of a different topic though, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, my name is recognition, but I, I've had so many folks, uh, generally women, female professional mid-career folks who are in the audience, who, who are sitting there re- realizing just how undervalued <laughs> they are by their employer. And they're not hopeful that things are going to get better that uh-huh. they hear what I'm saying. And they're like, yeah, that's, not going to happen. I'm going to just, I'm ready to start thinking about my own business. And so that little product is actually, it's, it's called greatness biz hacks, um, hashtag greatness biz hacks. And it's really, it's, it's all kinds of tips that, that people could, could be thinking about how could I start a side hustle or full-time business? And again, this is very much responsive to customers the coming forward and wanting that yep. work. But how, just as a, for, for the fact that you've got some of the, you know, super motivated, focused hustle, rock stars listening on the line. I'll, I'll give the quick secret. So this is everyone tangent, but this is for you. Uh, <laughs> how that book got produced was, um, I was, I, 
again, being responsive to your clients, decided to have a full day event. I live in wine country in the water, so I can have full day events here on site. I'm lucky to have that. Not everyone does. But um, so we had 30 people coming to try to do their business planning for the year because they weren't profitable the previous year or they're ready to launch their business. And, and um, so I decided to start a Facebook group and put up just little greatness biz hacks. So here's a tip and here's a tip and here's a tip, you know, a sentence or a couple sentences. Mm-hmm. And my virtual assistant, my VA said, you know, I wish I had this content when I was starting my business. This could be like a little mini book. And I said, oh, sure. Do you want to put it together? (laughs) And then the next day she had put it together and then she put it up on Amazon and we've decided not to print it through Amazon. Um, But, you know, I had a cover designed um, and and that was one day total of my time. You have a book in your hands. $2 $2 hard cost on it and boom, you can sell those to people who are interested in that side of things. Or so, you can give it uh, away because it's so cheap, Jane, you can give it away and it costs two stamps to mail. Nice, nice. Wow. Okay. So let's add to this list. Um, we could also do, of course, some follow-up training. Mm-hmm. We could do some executive coaching for people who need help mm-hmm. getting their um, recognition skills and leadership kind of honed. Um, breakout session, breakout session. Yeah. Um, on, on the same day that you're there, or you could say, I'll come back and I'll do a couple more sessions for you throughout the year just to keep Mm -hmm. this all going. We'll do several webinars. Well, Mm -hmm. you know, there's all kinds of things that you can be offering up in this next round to make sure that your message really goes deep and your culture gets changed. And you know what I think would be the coolest thing ever is if they were in the boardroom after seeing you speak, Mm -hmm. Sarah, and they're using the FROG principles. Remind us again um, what FROG stands for. Forever recognize others' greatness. And I'll tell you how... I'll tell you how funny that is because that does happen. I I remember um, I was actually a bureau booking. And and so you don't normally hear from the client directly. Mm -hmm. But um, the tough love person in the audience, this is actually uh, an executive team, um, sent me a picture of the frog, the beanie bag frog that one of his clients who, or one of his, sorry, his colleagues on senior team had sitting on his computer screen when he came in the next day and he took a picture and, and the email was, you know, kind of tongue in cheek, look what you started. (laughs) So I love that. I love that this, this senior team that were taking themselves extremely seriously as they Mm -hmm. should, they've got a lot riding on, you know, their successful leadership. And not surprisingly, that group, the Bureau was very surprised that they wanted me back to speak for their whole leadership team. Mm -hmm. So not even two months later, I was back speaking with their whole leadership team and all the executives came again and it was, and they wanted the exact same talk, except they moved it from a one hour keynote to a half day, but they don't, but they paid another whole rate, you know, my, my day rates to come back. So that's where, to your point, Jane, when you make your brand sticky Mm-hmm. And you have some kind of memorableness to it. Yes. Whether it's language dog or it just, people just feel so, so much hope or feel so, you know, passionate about it mm-hmm. that they want more people to have that. That is one of the, the, I think, gateways to be able to get greatness um, or um, great repeat business from folks. Mm-hmm. 
is that they say, who else needs to hear this? Right. So everyone, please be thinking, if you're not helping your clients sit in that audience going, I need, I know exactly who else needs to hear that. Mm-hmm. Then we, it's because it's not about selling from the stage as much as it is. It is inspiring them to, to spread what you have to offer to other people because they have people with the same pain who may not belong to the same association or be in the same organization, or they've even talked to since last year, but they remember when they had lunch with them, they're experiencing the exact same thing. Right. And they think about them in that moment. Yep. And you want them to be motivated enough to say, you need him or you need her. I have a solution for you. Yay! And that's that's what we want. Really, is everybody to be out there talking about you and your solution and providing referrals? Because really, this business is based massively on mm-hmm. word of mouth. So um, I'm not sure if you use this from the platform, but I have something in the book called the Help Me Speech. Oh, sister, I learned from you. Love it. <laughs> okay, yes. so right right before you close. You're going to say something like, as you can see, I'm very passionate in your case about recognition. Mm-hmm. If you know of anyone who could benefit from this, please come and hand me your business card afterwards. So that's one, one step. Mm-hmm. You take it one step further though, and you have a little half sheet form that people can fill out that says, um, would you like Sarah to come back and, and these are some topics that are potential for her to come back for. What other things, uh, what other mm-hmm. things are on that sheet that can help you uh, get mm-hmm. repeat business? Yeah. The other thing I just list is, is the, you know, uh, various, not necessarily all my products, but the, the high level things. So for example, um, do you think um, you would like to learn more about coaching, about training, about Sarah's virtual program, this, I have a membership site about to learn more about the frog portal and they can check that off. And then the next question I ask is, so do you need me to contact you or is there somebody else? In other words, the decision maker may not be the one filling out the form. Right. So who would I talk to in your organization or association Right. about that? And I've had folks say, I need two more evaluation forms because I need I've you to talk other to people. a few people. Yep which I'm happy to oblige. Sure. Um, <laughs> of course. <laughs> and if you, um, if folks are using lead digits or some kind of text message um, system from the mm-hmm. podium, and I'm using it, I have to say, I don't have tons of people pull out their smartphones and do it. But if, you know, if you don't want to bother with handing out forms, you could say, you know, I have a range of ways in which sometimes folks want to carry this message on. Just, you know, if you want to know what those are, just text this number and I'm happy to send you some information as well as my, and then offer value, right? So it's sure. not just self-serving. Yes. Not make the meeting planner very happy if, it, if, they, if they sniff out a big sales pitch, but sure, sure. Um, you can give, you can direct them there. I yeah. like it. I like it a lot. Um, one of the things that you could be assessing based on a keynote is, well, it, it appears that this is at a cultural level. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe there's some training that we can do to help really affect some change. Now, 
uh, typically in a large organization, they would already have something like that underway. There's an initiative. And I would like to refer people to the Greg Schenkel podcast on how to go deep mm-hmm. into an organization with massive amounts of training because how he delivers training on his frontline leadership to manufacturing, that's how you're really, really, really affecting change in a company. Now, you could do that uh, with your recognition, um, but don't you wonder they'd already have something like that kind of in the works? I mean, that's a big undertaking. It's, it's, I'm wondering if it's likely that it's going to be pushed from the bottom up or if we, it, it's something that, okay, well, we're going to start with a keynote and then we're going to do all of these other things if it's already a part of the plan. Well, it's, it's, it's such a great question, Jane. And I know one of the things you coach us to do, you know, all the people that work with you is never make a decision based in fear. Mm. And so I just always assume there's more room for recognition. And I know that there is, I know, even if it's, even if you have embraced it with such abundance in your organization, which by the way, there you're converted. And so they're sometimes even easier to speak for. Um, and, and I have yet to meet that organization, but I can't wait to meet the organization where there's so much recognition, they have no room for more, which is, yeah. which is fine. Right. They'll want other people to experience how amazing it is in their organization to, you know, so they'll have, they'll want to refer you to people outside like their, their brother, their sister, you know, and actually I have had that where clients working in incredible organizations have said, my sister was so jealous that we're talking about this again. I, you know, I passed on my, you know, your name to her. So, you know, so there's that piece, but really it's, it's going to be so different about some people are very networky. And so they'll, they will say, you need to speak with my best friend or my, my um, former boss is now the head of this association. Not everybody's like that. I have another colleague or um, she's a client. She used to be my colleague and now she's a very good client and talk about repeat business. She jumps jobs every six, every 18 months because yeah. she's constantly climbing the ladder and she has so much value to offer. Right. And, and she's, she's not offering value everywhere she she's gone. And every single organization within the first month, she'll say, we don't have recognition. She is so converted that recognition is important. She'll say, this is ridiculous. People don't know that they're valued. It's terrible that we have ter- terrible engagement scores on that regard. I know the person we need. And so even if it's just one keynote, which it's usually never just one, um, she always refers me. And in fact, she just, she left a job before I could come in and she, the last day of her <laughs> on the job, she did another follow-up email to say, um, you and you have you you know connected with Sarah yet? Right. So you can wow. have people who just love what you do and know your value so much yeah. that they make the the connections happen, whether it's their project or not. You know, I give you some kudos for that because she's a client turned friend, and that's you and your relationship mm. building skills. So you know, be open to that. I think sometimes we might tend to think, oh, this is client, you know, how do I cross the line into friendship with them? And I, I think you can, you can do both and it's a beautiful thing and they do change companies. Now here is the power of having these people in your database. Mm -hmm. Of course, it'll be a little tricky um, to make sure that you, they stay in your database Mm -hmm. if their email address changes. So that's a kind of a a separate Mm -hmm. issue, but 
making sure that if they're hearing from you on a regular basis, mm -hmm. I think the biggest compliment I got at our live event that we just did was, I feel like I know you mm -hmm. because I hear from you all the time. You give us a tip every Tuesday. You give us a podcast every Thursday. And that's a beautiful compliment. Mm -hmm. So making sure that you're pulling the people from your audience into your database, into your network, into your fan base, and keeping them there until there's an opportunity to buy from you. That's a great way to get referrals too. Well, and, and Jane, I part of that too was when you were saying, I don't know if anyone caught the podcast where I interviewed so-and-so and people were like, oh yes, we've already listened to it. So <laughs> when you offer such great value through those ongoing outbound, uh, you know, uh, opportunities to serve, I'm just, uh, I'm not even going to call it marketing. I'm just saying, you know, sure. you do that, Jane, to serve people sure. on an ongoing basis. So yep. when you're continually serving, people will find it. They, you know, even if they switch emails, this particular client that I was talking about, I don't have her in my database. I don't think she's currently, cause she just switched jobs a couple of months ago. I don't think she's currently getting my, um, my, my, um, monthly vlog and blog, mm -hmm. but she, she knows how to find me. And right. in her mind, there's nobody else that's there for the job. Just like, you know, you're, awesome. you're my go-to person for, for speaking. So you know, you can, um, I think you can build credibility and trust with people pretty quickly. That, that particular client is somebody that I worked with. You know, I don't know if, um, if everyone is, um, is thinking about their former colleagues, right. neighbors, friends as, as potential clients yep. who just haven't bought from you yet. And, and that's, I think, one of our most untapped um, yes. opportunities is our LinkedIn network, our, you know, our, our, our people. Um, so that, because that's really, I didn't, I didn't have to pitch her on anything. She just said, could you do what you did when we worked together for my yeah. organization? And she didn't even know it was called recognition at that point. <laughs> so, and now, now she's able to, to pitch it to the new CEO that she reports to because she, she can speak to who I am, but also can speak to what I do and, and the topic. And I think training people how to pitch on your behalf is a really important part of this. But let's, let's go to the ask because mm -hmm. let's say we do have a database and let's say we do have uh, friends and people who we've worked with in the past and people like that. Let, you know, if you're first starting out, uh, you may not have a huge network, but we definitely mm -hmm. want to go to where people are warm and friendly to us and mm -hmm. ask the question um, because they may not know what you're doing mm -hmm. and they may not know the value of what you're doing. So your first thing might be, hey, I didn't know if you were aware, but this is what I'm doing now and here's the value to it. Do you know anyone who could benefit? Mm -hmm. Right? So nice open-ended question. Uh, that's not really exactly open-ended, but a nice question that will allow them to shuffle mm -hmm. through their mental database and go, oh, actually, I do know somebody that needs recognition. Let me, mm -hmm. let me uh, do an introduction for you. You have to really educate and tell people probably two or three times before it will really lock in for them, oh, you're doing something else now. Okay, I think I get it. And so it'll, it might take a series of emails, but also in your regular database, 
to just go out and say, hey, we've got a new speech. Mm -hmm. Or did you know that the outcome and the value of this speech is this? I think people don't really ask enough. I I totally agree with you. And, you know, we've got lots of reasons for that. We don't want to be pushy. We concerned about the personal versus the professional. We, um, we tell ourselves that we've got enough business or we're, you know, we, we have lots of excuses too about how we're, we're so busy doing something and we're not sort of really building the pipeline for next year. And I know Jane, you and I are working on this, you know, how to really mine, mine the folks that, that, um, have bought for me, even if it's just one product on my website, you know, how to, how to go back and see, if there's some business there. Um, and for those busy speakers or speakers who are intermediate, such as those who are joining us in the, in the inner circle mastermind, that's maybe when you know you need to bring somebody onto your team, such as a virtual assistant. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, you, you can create in an hour, a series of autoresponder emails that you can, you can reach out to folks, yep. whether they're people who know you and, but you know that you can solve their issue or that they, that they know you already. And, um, and you can automate that through your CRM, right? Your customer yep. relationship management system. Or if you don't have a CRM, you could just send the emails and discipline yourself every Thursday to, to follow up with folks. So there's lots of ways in which we can, we can have people help us with this. Like referral repeat business is not necessarily 100% work that we have to do. One of the suggestions that somebody gave, which I thought was brilliant at our mastermind, is he hired somebody as just one project. I don't know if he put a a posting up on Canadian Association of Virtual Assistants or if he knew this person, but he Mm -hmm. said, just get me a list of all of the people in this industry um, with this kind of, you know, fee schedule and right. in this position, just find those people, give me a list and I'm going to just, now I'm going to reach out to them. So if you want to be the one to reach out, fabulous, but you don't even have to be like my, after I'm so inspired by some of the, so many people who are doing this, even, you know, even more intentionally than I am, um, that, that I, that my virtual assistant every month is going to start connecting back with folks and tracking that, and we have a series of emails and value that we're going to offer them. Mm-hmm. And that's not even with a new speech or my book out yet or any of that. So, you know, we, I just w- hope people aren't feeling like this sounds like a lot of work. I yeah. guess that's what I'm trying, that's the long winded way of saying. So maybe you want to pick, you know, one thing off of the list of things that we've talked about today Yeah, that uh, you decide to do. So maybe you take the idea of offering three packages. Mm-hmm. Sure. I could come mm-hmm. and do a keynote only. That's option A. Option B cont- contains the things that are perfect for you and option B. C is the things that are perfect for you, plus a couple of other bells and whistles that you feel like you can add in there. Again, all being perfect. You might try the help me speech when you're when you're on the platform. You might try uh, asking for, for referrals as a part of your process and follow up with them or handing the sheets out at the event. Uh, you might be talking to clients about going deep into organizations or really turning around and asking your database or your friends and family how they might help you. The the list just goes on and on. And I think you're right, Sarah. I think people have to decide to not try to do it all, but maybe just pick one thing at a time. 
And, you know, when, when you can make this, this intention to, to have a repeat business philosophy as part of the work that you're already doing. So for example, at the end of an event, after your keynote, and you go back to that meeting planner and you say, I sincerely hope that that was everything you expected. Um, do you have any feedback for me? Mm-hmm. If there's if there's anything else that I can do for you, if you if you get feedback that people really want another just another little bit, I'm happy to do a webinar for you because mm-hmm. I want to make sure that this really lands. Yes. Um, do you How have can we make else? sure this lands? That's a really good yeah. question. Yeah, and I and I sincerely mean that. So yep. you know, it's not coming from a salesy place. It's, it's mm-hmm. and not a, hardly anybody takes me up on that. However. I, I can, if they, if they want to engage in a discussion, because in that moment they may just be overwhelmed and that's fine. But sometimes people say, you know, we're already planning for next year. Well, they've just opened the door for me to say, well, if you think that there's a part two, or if you want me to dive deeper, perhaps we can do this as a breakout session. And there's other keynotes that I offer. I'd be happy to do that. You know, if you get responses from your members that you really like this, by all means, you know, let me know. And sometimes they do. So for example, this month, I'm speaking at the provincial conference post, you know, a national conference. And there will be some of the same people there, but it was one of the ways in which I think that we get that repeat business is is letting people know that they can hire you twice. It just like, it seems obvious, but (laughs) they may not be thinking that way. They may not know it. And, but here's the other thing that I found, Jane, like, I think if there's one thing we need to take away from this call and it's going, I'm going to just say it's ridiculously obvious and yet it's not always practiced. Mm-hmm. Be so easy to work with. Right. They want to work with you again. Right. And that not only helps you get repeat business from your client that you're serving right there, but the bureaus want to put you forward more often. Mm-hmm. The number of times an agent or a bureau has said, this client has said, you're so easy to work with. They couldn't believe that you kept offering, you know, that, that you're available. You know, they appreciate that you did this extra thing. Mm-hmm. Um, or they'll tell me about how I just, I'm going to drop a few people from my list. I just can't justify putting, uh, I had a bureau tell me, uh, there's this, this um, stress and wellness speaker that is the most stressful person to work with. I, wow. I'm, we're dropping this person from our list. I don't think they're supposed to tell me stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, they didn't, I don't know who this person is. So I think sure, that that's sure. kind of, it's in the vault, but it's, they felt like I can't put somebody forward a, that's going to make their life difficult and B mm-hmm. they don't practice what they preach. That's so right. what does that make it look like for us? And then there's so much more work on the bureau's part because they do damage control after like, I want the work yeah. on the bureau's part or the agent's to part be easy. to be easy and to be, you're fielding, delight calls and can I give you a testimonial rather than damage control people who know like and trust you that like part is very very important well you know that old phrase abs always be selling maybe we should shift it to always be serving oh yes because I really like you know you really come from that philosophy and I think that just comes through in terms of your intention and I think that's why people like you so much and that's why your business has gone from this place to this place mm-hmm. so so quickly um, I want to shift gears for a second as we close mm-hmm. and just talk a little bit about our next round of inner circle mastermind because wouldn't you agree that the group that we have running through right now has been getting some really amazing results. 
They are. And one of the things that I think enables that is we give each other ideas that we wouldn't have thought of. Mm. It could be about referrals. Like, why don't you go back to that person and, and, and ask them if, could you then go and speak for all their provincial associations? Oh, right. I wouldn't have thought about that. Right. Or, um, or we'll think of somebody like they've already told me that they never bring people back two years in a row, but I think you'd be really great. Here's the contact. Mm. So you can really community like that. And you get to know each other at a level about, about not just what they speak on, but also who they are. And then because nobody wants to recommend somebody that could, could, end up being a bad experience, right? Yep. I mean, you know, that point around always be serving. If you think, is this person really going to serve my client? Mm-hmm. They're a reflection of me. So having, knowing the folks at the level that we get to know them over the course of a year and, and you, you know, you always helping us to stand tall in our fees and, and really to, to be serving. I, I don't know if that you realize just how much you do that, Jane, that you uh-huh. help us do that is you remind us about how well we can serve our clients and encourage us to do it before the opportunities missed, that that's part of where people are getting so many more bookings and holds this year. And that people who, some of the, some of the people are at such a high caliber, even though they haven't launched their speaking career, they have such a well-established other career, such as we've got a, an amazing psychologist in our group. Right. She doesn't see herself as, as a seller but she's so good at what she does. And we're so thrilled that she's offering the world the value that she does. We keep saying, oh my gosh, you've got to keep telling people about that. So she'll tweak her message a little bit and then sure enough, she'll get the bookings. And then sure enough, she'll stand taller in her fees. And sure enough, you know, so. You know, I think we're selling confidence in this course because when you are more confident and you know what gives people confidence in, and sometimes we work on this at the very beginning is the clarity, Mm -hmm. get really clear on what we're selling and let's massage that so I can move forward confidently. Um, And then that confidence allows people to say, this is what my value is. And almost everybody in the group so far has raised their fees and is sticking to their fees. And that just makes me so happy. Well, thank you for being the uh, lead coach in this group. The, mm-hmm. the ideas that you bring to the table, like the, what we've been talking about today, have just been tremendous. So people aren't getting just me and my mm-hmm. ideas. Uh, and and even they're not just years. getting... Of experience, so it's pretty darn good. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, they're also getting you and your ideas as someone who has done it in the last, say, five, six years. Oh, it's That's, been three, my friend. Oh, okay, it's the last three years. <laughs> and then also, though, um, the ideas from this kind of intermediate level group mm-hmm. that we collect. I mean, everybody comes to the table ready to play, ready to give focused hustle. And I just... Uh, I'm so excited to see this next one starting in October. So somebody would like to know more about this, go to wealthyspeakeru.com and click on the events and you will see our link to our inner circle mastermind, which starts in October. And Jane, do you mind if I make an additional suggestion to that? Is that sometimes folks want to meet people first, experience it. I get that that's, you know, I'm kind of a jump in sort of person and and other Mm -hmm. people take a step. You offer your your um, accelerate uh, program, right? Mm-hmm. Have I called that correctly? The, the uh, twelve that? week. Your your um, 
your two, your live events. Oh yes, 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 for sure. Yes. So being able to come there to that and see the caliber of people Mm -hmm. and also to learn, I mean, if that's what you need at that point in your journey, Mm -hmm. still can, you know, do that. And, um, because I think that we just came off of a very whirlwind, amazing two and a half days, um, that you put together and, um, and folks have the option if there are spots left, which there aren't always, but if there are mm-hmm. spots left, they can choose to stick around longer and then to join that cohort of folks. So, yes. um, I know you're probably going to be telling people in future podcasts, um, that you, you've got another event planned in February mm-hmm. and, and I know we have a lot of people coming that is already booking for that. So I'm not sure how many spots are left, but that's a really good way to dip your, dip your toe in too, yeah. until you're ready to join if you're not sure. Yes, exactly. And part of the value that the people who do join uh, get is that they get to come and meet with their group right. in February as well. So mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. That The dates on that are February 22 to 24. So uh, save the date and uh, that will allow you to uh, at least know if there's a booking that comes up you'll, you'll be seeing the conflict and whether or not you would like to uh, join us in Florida. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for today. We're both like a little bit fried from our, uh, <laughs> from our last hashtag fatigue, but our, good. Our weekend good. event. We've had yeah. a lot, we had exerted a lot of brain power this oh, weekend. Yeah. And, uh, I want to say thank you for being on the show again, and we will look forward to, uh, Thank you for being here and with, for everyone else, drop me a line. Let me know mm-hmm. if this was powerful for you. And uh, with that, we will say, see you soon, Wealthy Speakers. Bye for now, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Wealthy Speakers show. Please visit speakerlauncher.com for your free Wealthy Speaker audit and visit speakerlauncher.com forward slash podcast for show notes and many more resources to help you catapult your speaking business. See you soon, wealthy speakers.